Well, praise the Lord, everyone, and good evening. Thank you for joining us this evening for our midweek Bible study. Thank you for joining After Christ Christian Center. I want to honor the Lord, first of all, uh, and thank him for this wonderful day that he has made. And so I, every day, make a decision that I'm going to rejoice and be glad. And I want to thank God for my leaders, Apostle Rudolph Ellis and Senior Pastor Lois. And thank God for all of you that are joining us on this evening. Amen. The Lord has given us a topic or a word for the hour. And I thank him for that. It's coming out of Chronicles, chapter Second uh, Chronicles chapter six, which is actually a prayer. It's a prayer of dedication of the house of the Lord that God had allowed Solomon, David's son, to build. It was in the heart of David to build the temple, but the Lord told him, I know that it was in your heart. And in as much as it was in your heart to do it, it was well. And so sometimes that's like us when we have in our heart to do some things and we're not able to do them. Just the mere fact that it was in our heart to do, the Lord is sometimes pleased with that. Amen. So we're going to be talking about prayer of dedication and forgiveness. And let's throw in there also prayer of supplication, because as Solomon is praying here, he is praying a prayer of supplication. So what is prayer? There are many types of prayer. Let me start right there. Sometimes as we're taught, you know, we're like uh, prayer is talking to God. But, you know, we do need to know and understand that it's more than talking to God. Prayer is praise, it's worship. We pray the prayer of agreement, the prayer of faith, prayer of thanksgiving. We have prayer of intercession, prayer of warfare, spiritual warfare. Yes, prayer of confession, prayers of repentance. And here we are, uh, prayers of dedication. Well, again, Solomon was dedicating the house of the Lord that he was building. And I don't, as we, as we read it, um, I don't think that Solomon had completed the work as of yet when he was um, dedicating the house through prayer. Amen. So we're talking about prayer and dedication. Let me, while we're right here, go and have a word of prayer before we begin. Okay. Father, we thank you and we honor you for this day. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your kindness. Thank you, God, for your uh, forgiveness. Thank you, God, for just loving us, your people. And Father, we thank you for giving your son to die the death of the cross for us. And you said that whosoever shall believe on him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. You gave him for us. And so, Lord, we thank you for that. We thank you that you would assist us tonight as we sit and study your word on prayer of dedication, prayer of supplication, prayer of forgiveness. Lord, we just ask now for revelation, knowledge, Oh, God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you that because of this teaching that you will bring change. And God, we will give you all the glory. As a matter of fact, we do give you all the glory, the honor and the praise now. In Jesus name, we do pray. Prayer. 
We're talking about prayer. We're talking about more than just talking to God. We're talking about worshiping him. We're talking about prayer being a lifestyle. Are we talking about prayer being part of our weaponry, if we, if I could say, our spiritual weaponry? Uh, when we're going through, there's a need for us to know how to pray. Amen. So we're talking Solomon prayer of dedication. He first dedicated the house. What is dedication? Dedication describes the quality of being loyal or devoted to a cause, ideal, or a purpose. So here's Solomon is, he's dedicating first and foremost, the house of the Lord. And as he's doing this, he's pulling in the people of God, just to set a little tone here. He's pulling the people of God into the prayer of dedicating, of dedication of the house. And also uh, he's making a prayer of supplication uh, for God to have favor upon the prayer to forgive the people of God um, for their sins. So what, what are some of the things that we dedicate? We already know we dedicate the house of the Lord. We dedicate our lives to the Lord. We need to have our lives dedicated. And sometimes when we get off track, there's a need for us to come back and rededicate. And I want to say we rededication is good. Uh, on a, on a consistent basis, you know, on a regular basis, we need to rededicate. We need to repent. Uh, we dedicate our babies. We have baby dedications. What are we doing with them? We are uh, presenting them. We're, we're uh, uh, to dedicate means to devote or assign something or somebody to a particular purpose or a task. We want our children to be dedicated to the Lord. Yes. So we dedicate them. We as babies, we dedicate them because we want the purpose of God to be uh, uh, to take place in their lives. We want God to do a work in them. Yes. And that's the major reason why we come and dedicate the babies to the Lord, because we want God's purpose to be made manifest in their lives. Amen. Let's go to to the scripture here. As I stated already, the beginning part of uh, Second Chronicle, chapter six is Solomon speaking, uh, uh, blessing the people and praising God, also making dedication, uh, a prayer of dedication for the temple of God. You know, um, I was studying this out and I'm like, when Solomon was was making this prayer, well, let me, let's just read. Let's start it at 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 1. Then says Solomon, the Lord have said that he would dwell in the thick darkness, but I have built an house of habitation for thee and a place for thy dwelling forever. And the king turned his face and blessed the whole congregation of Israel and all the congregation of Israel stood. And he said, blessed be the Lord God of Israel who have with his hands fulfilled that which he spake with his mouth to my father David, saying, since the day that I brought forth my people, now hear this, verse five, since the day that I brought forth my people out of the land of Egypt, I chose no city among all the tribes of Israel to build an house in 
that my name might be there. Neither chose I a man to be a ruler over my people, Israel. But I have chosen Jerusalem. That Now this is now. Solomon is, is now making this dedication and blessing the people. But the Lord said to David, uh, let me back up, verse six. But I have chosen Jerusalem that my name might be there and have chosen David to be over my people. Now, listen, there was a king. David was king over Israel. But there was a king and we know that king was Solomon, not Solomon, but Saul. But guess what? I discovered that Saul was the king that the people chose, not the one that God chose. And so God here is saying, listen, I have chose David to be king over ruler over my people. But even so, he didn't allow David, as I've already stated, to build the house, but he allowed Solomon to do it. Because, but he counted it well that it was in the heart of David to do so. Okay, let's go on. What I'd like to skip down to now is, I want to hit some highlighting points here, okay? Because it's so much in this prayer, and it's a complete prayer um, uh, really about the people of God. So I'm going to go down, and let's start reading at verse 19. Chapter 6, verse 19. As Solomon is praying, he starts here saying, have respect, verse 19, have respect, therefore, to the prayer of thy servant and to, the, to his supplication, O Lord my God, to hearken unto the cry and the prayer which thy servant prayeth before thee. Supplication here meaning in the Hebrew, supplication here uh, was meaning uh, uh, to entreating God for his mercy and for his favor. And so he's asking God, Lord, God, uh, give me favor as I make my supplication to you. And he cries in the prayer which thy servant prayeth before thee. Go down to verse 21 with me. Hearken therefore unto the supplications of thy servant and of thy people Israel, which they shall make toward this place. Hear thou from thy dwelling place. I love that. He's asking God, hear thou from thy dwelling place, even from heaven. And when thou heareth, he's asking him to forgive. Well, if he has to ask him to forgive, then that means the people of God are just in a mess because of the sin in their life. Verse 22. If a man sin against his neighbor and an oath be laid upon him to make him swear and the oath come before thine altar in this house. You know what? It is good to pray in the house of God. I know we can pray uh, at home. Yes, I know we can pray in our car. We can pray on our job. But can I share with you how wise and how good it is to pray in the house of the Lord. Here is Solomon. He is praying. He's, he, he's building up this temple for the Lord in the city of Jerusalem. Let's look at verse 24. And let's hear what he's saying now in the prayer. And if, if being a big word, 
That means this is a place where we, the people of God, must make a decision because there's an if there. Are you or are you not? So here is the scripture, verse 24. And if thy people Israel be put to the worst before the enemy. I mean, we just bad before the enemy, right? Because they have sinned against thee. So when we sin against the Lord, we're, we're put at our worst before the enemy. Because they have sinned against thee and shall return. Listen. Listen to the prayer. If the if my people Israel be put to worse before the enemy because they have sinned again against thee, and sh and shall return and confess thy name, yes, Jesus, and pray and make supplication before thee in this house. He's still talking about praying in the house, in the temple. Then hear thou, he's making his request for the people. Then hear thou from heaven and forgive the sin of thy people, Israel, and bring them again unto the land which thou gavest to them and to their fathers. And this, this is for today's day and time. And I love this verse right here because it speak to, speaks to our situation right now today. Big, you know, God will talk to us, uh, speak to any situation we ever find ourselves in. We can find it in the word of God. Verse 26, when the heaven is shut up and there is no rain because they have sinned against thee, yet if they pray, ah, God, toward this place and confess thy name and turn from their sins, when thou doest uh, uh, afflict them, then hear thou from heaven. So look, God afflicts us because of our sin. Uh, he uh, listen, when thou do afflict them, that's what it said just now. He says, then hear from heaven and forgive the sin of thy servants and of thy people Israel when thou hast taught them the good way. Yeah, taught them the good way wherein they should walk and send rain upon thy land, which thou hast given unto thy people for an inheritance. If there be dirt in the land, if there be a, a, a pestilence, in other words, dearth meaning if there be famine, if there be lack, uh-huh. And we know that this pandemic has caused lack, has caused a loss of finances, has caused a, a, a lack of food on the table because of lack and loss of finances. If there be dearth in the land, famine in the land, if there be pestilence, yes, sickness and disease, as it is now, or as this pandemic is upon us, if there be blasting and mildew, locusts and caterpillars, if their enemies besiege them in the cities of their land, whatsoever sore and whatsoever sickness there be, then what prayer, listen, or what supplication soever, if people are praying everywhere, and I'm sure people are, because it has been a mess this past year. Then what prayer or what supplication, what, what entreating of favor upon me, God, what, what entreating of grace, I need you now, Lord. Yeah, whatsoever shall be made of any man or of not just a saved man. Listen, listen, 
Not it's a saved man of any man. The scripture is saying, or of all thy people Israel, when everyone shall know his own sore and his own grief, and shall spread forth his hand in this house. He will go again in this house. And since he's in the temple of the Lord and he's dedicating the house, he's talking about if we pray in this place and, and I can just uh, uh, feel in the spirit that if we just come in the house of the Lord and have prayer, if we just come together as the congregation of the Lord, come together as the body of Christ as we are now, come together and pray, look, in the house, yeah. Don't be afraid, for God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power. This is what he's given us, power, love, and a sound mind. We are suffering in the earth today with the spirit of fear, not just fear, the spirit of fear. But God is saying, he said in his word, I've not given you that. That didn't come from me. So let us not walk with the enemy, but let us walk according to the word of God. Amen. Let's continue on and read. I'm going to go over now to verse um, verse 32. Y'all walking with me? I hope so. This is good stuff. And I want to encourage you to read this sixth chapter of Second Chronicle. It's a prayer. It's awesome. If you can't read it or you don't feel like reading it, then you know what? Uh, listen to it. Is it will bless you. It is so good. Moreover, concerning the stranger, which is not of thy people Israel, but is come from a far country for thy great namesake and thy mighty hand and thy stretched out arm. If they come and pray in this house, he's he said, if a stranger come, you know, if we have people that walk in off the street at, after Christ uh, many times, well, we don't turn them away. No, but we entreat them to come unto the Lord. Yes, we do. We beseech them. Yes, you've come into the right house. And thy mighty hand and I stretched our arm. If they come and pray, where? In this house, in after Christ, in the house of the Lord. Amen. Then hear thou from heavens, even from thy dwelling place and do according all to all that the stranger calleth to thee for. In other words, if he's calling on the name of the Lord, amen. We've had that recently where a gentleman came in and he stretched forth his hands to the Lord and he called upon the name of the Lord and his cry was, help me, Lord. Why would we um, deprive a person from doing that? In this place, in this house, in the temple, in the house of God. And even you can you can even say in this temple. Yes. Oh, praise God. This is good. Mm -hmm. Verse 34. If thy people go out to war against their enemies. He's still praying. This whole entire chapter is on prayer. And I love it. Uh-huh. If thy people go out to war against their enemies by the way that thou shalt send them, you know, God will give you a strategy of how to do warfare. He'll tell you which way to go. He'll give you what to say. 
He'll teach you your position. He'll show you exactly what to do if we pray and ask him. If thy people go out to war against their enemy, by the way, that thou shalt send them and they pray unto thee toward this city, which thou hast chosen and the house which I have built for thy name, then hear thou from the heavens their prayer. Then hear thou from the heavens their prayer and their supplication and their entreating of your favor and their entreating again of your grace and your mercy. You know, we need to continually ask God for grace as long as we have breath in these bodies. Why? We know that um, we have obtained grace by uh, Jesus Christ dying on the cross in this dispensation of time is when then grace and truth came in. But there is a scripture I'd like to add with that. In Romans chapter six, verse one and two, it, it and I'm going to just kind of a little bit paraphrase and maybe give the A portion of uh, verse two. The scripture says, what shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Then guess what it says? This is the A portion of verse two. God forbid. So no. So there's a need to continue to ask God, to make, to entreat God for his grace to continue on with us because, you know, we need it. Every person in the earth have sinned. There is no one without sin. Yes, we all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, and we still do sin, okay? Sin does not have to be a practice in our life, but we still sin. Yes. Okay. Verse 35. Then hear thou from the heavens for their, hear thou from the heavens their prayer and their supplication. And look what he's asking. And maintain, yeah, their cause. Yes, accomplish. Um, do, um, effect, execute is what maintain here means. Maintaining their cause, their justice. God come to their aid. Their cause here means their judgment, their justice. Their uh, be the righteous God. He's asking and he's entreating God for the people of God. I, I just found this prayer so excellent. Verse thirty six: If they sin against thee. For there is no man, here we go, for there is no man, for there is no man which sinneth not. Yes, we all have sinned. And thou be angry with them and deliver them over before their enemies. And they carried them away captive unto a land far off or near. Verse 37. Yet. If they bethink themselves in the land, whether they are carried captive. Look, in other words, if they bethink themselves. You know, I said if they bethink themselves, I've never heard of such a thing. And I I was going through this prayer. I said, if they bethink themselves, this is what bethink means right here. If they turn back to God. If they bring back to mind, if they bring their mind back to God, if they reverse 
Yeah, they're thinking, in other words. He's saying if they bethink themselves, look, in their place of captivity, you know, how sometimes uh, we want to try the world again and we want to, you know, uh, we find ourselves once again, we're entangled in the snare of the enemy. And from that place, we can ask God to help as we bethink ourselves, as I'm reminded of here, uh, the prodigal son, for instance, and how he uh, took his inheritance and he went off and, and started living this riotous life, as the scriptures say, just partying, you know, uh, hanging out, uh, you know, on the strip, on the stroll and everywhere, uh, getting high, drinking, getting drunk until one day he found himself in the pig's pen, uh, in there taking care of the pigs and found himself there and began to look. He got, he was hungry. He began to say, well, maybe I can have some of what they're eating. But then something happened. He came to himself. In other words, he, he started to bethink himself. He started to bethink himself just like this prayer that Solomon is praying for the people of God. He's saying, listen, if they bethink themselves, in the place of captivity where they are. Yeah. If, he, if they bethink themselves and turn and pray unto thee in the land of their captivity saying, we have sinned. Sounds like repenting to me. Yeah. He's saying that if the people do that, if the people repent and they say we have sinned and done amiss and have dealt wickedly, if they return to thee with all their hearts, and with all their soul in the land of their captivity, whether they have carried them captive and pray toward their land, which thou hast gave to their fathers, toward the city which thou have chosen, toward the house which I have built for thy name. Yeah. Then hear thou from the heavens, even from thy dwelling place, their prayer and their supplication. And guess what he's asking them again? And maintain their cause, God. Maintain their cause. And forgive thy people and have, which have sinned against thee. Now, he's coming down to the end of the prayer now. I'm going to encourage you once again. Read 2 Corinthians chapter 6. It is good. Now, my God, let I beseech thee, thine eyes be open and let thine ears be attent unto the prayer that is made, guess what, in this place. Yeah. And since we again, since the people of God and Solomon, they were in the temple. He was talking about in the house of God. Now, therefore, arise, O Lord, into thy resting place. Thou and the ark of thy strength. Listen, anytime the ark of the Lord is was 
anywhere in the vicinity. The Ark of the Covenant, the Ark is sometimes known of the testimony, was representative or representing the presence of God being in the place. Yes. So now, therefore, verse 41, now therefore arise, O Lord God, into thy resting place, thou and the ark of thy strength. In other words, now, Lord, come and rest in this house that was built unto thy name. Now come. And he said, and the ark of thy strength. We need the strength of God, yes. And we know that in the ark was the tablet, was the tablets of the law for one. And those tablets for us today have now been written on our hearts. And so now we can say to the Lord, arise. Yes. Into thy resting place here, God, in me. We are a type of ark now. These vessels, these temples, this place of God here is where the spirit of the Lord resides. And it says, and the ark of thy strength. Yes. Let thy priests, O Lord God, be clothed with salvation. And let thy saints rejoice in goodness. O Lord God, turn not away the face of thine anointed. Remember the mercies of David, thy servant. Amen. I thank God that we have the privilege of prayer. We, we can pray and ask God for help, for assistance. And when we cross over into um, the seventh chapter and we go down to verse 14 it says if my people which I call by my name would humble themselves and pray turn from their wicked ways seek my face he said and turn from their wicked ways he said I will heal their land our land needs to be healed today yes everywhere all over the world. The pandemic has not just affected us here in the U.S. of A, but it is affecting people everywhere worldwide. And so he said, but if we would humble ourselves and pray, seek his face, turn from our wicked ways, that he would heal our land. We will forgive our sins and heal our land. We need God to forgive our sins. Because we still yet have that issue. We have a sin issue. Yes. Oh, well, I'm not a sinner. Oh, yes, you are. And if you say that you're not, then you're deceiving yourselves. Yes. And the scripture tell us that. So I am so thankful to God to be able to pray, to come before him with all these different prayers, the prayer of praise and worship. Yes, prayer of agreement, prayer of thanksgiving. Yes, we have the prayer of intercession, spiritual warfare prayers we can pray, prayers of healing, prayers of supplication, making requests and asking of God, you know, praying for the favor of God, 
in our lives. Uh, the prayer of confession, making a confession, uh, making our prayer and confession known to him. Prayers and supplications, uh, repentance, prayers of repentance. Yeah, that's how I was able to come in and give my life to the Lord. I had to pray a prayer of repentance. I had to repent of my sin. I had to confess them. Yes, we said confession and repentance and then dedicate my life to the Lord. Yes, amen, praise God. I am thankful to have been with you on tonight to talk about prayer of dedication and forgiveness. Dedication of what? Dedication of what Solomon was talking about, the house of God. And I think that, you know, that God would do a wonderful revival if we would come together in the house of God to pray get together and pray, come together as the body of Christ to pray, to rededicate, you know, not only our lives, but the house of God for the service of God that of which he has ordained it to. We know that at, after Christ, that that house was dedicated to the Lord before it was even built from the ground. There was oil. Apostle speaks about it many times. And I was there with him where we went over and there was oil poured in the place of where the sanctuary and the pulpit would be, where the word of God would go forth from. We poured oil there and we dedicated the house before it was even actually built. Amen. And the house was dedicated, listen, through prayer. Prayer and dedication. So praise God, people of God. I thank God for you once and again. I thank God uh, for my leaders who are excellent leaders, Apostle Rudolph Ellis and Senior Pastor Lois. Amen. I thank God for you joining me tonight. And if you will remember, listen to this prayer. Let it bless your life. Let it encourage you about praying and not just about your own, having our own prayers for our own selves, but remember other people. Remember the people that need the Lord. Remember the people in your own families. Amen. Remember the people uh, even in the body of Christ, in our own house that need prayer. Let us make our prayer requests, prayer of dedication known unto the Lord and trust that he hears our prayers. Amen. Thank you again. God bless you. Have a great evening.